Welcome back to Curious Comedy, a podcast made to inform and entertain, to enjoy and wreck your brain. On your name, I'm Tom. I'm Jala. And without further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, we have kind of a special introduction. I think we already uh, made one, uh, which is uh, not really usable, but mm. oh, it's up for debate. Yeah, yeah, it is. Maybe, it is. maybe. Uh, yeah, Tom, uh, this week uh, we brought a special topic. Uh, don't want to point any fingers, but uh, I think someone came up with a great name and uh, uh, to fab or not to fab. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, elaborate. Uh, what uh, is this uh, episode uh, going to be about? Indeed. Yeah, uh, well, I think the to fab or not to fab is just an interpretation of what Shakespeare really meant when he said uh, to be or not to be. Mm-hmm. I think uh, to be is to be in touch with your animalistic side as well. Um, but on a more serious note, uh, um, I wanted to say it took us a couple of hundreds of years to really translate the original yeah, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I'm glad you, as uh, the master of English, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I've been. Uh, I, I had to endure a horrible movie that was uh, based on the, the script you wrote for Romeo and Juliet. So I figured that I was able to make great artistic in- interpretations of his work now, based on uh, a funny joke that I thought of. Um, but and we all agree. We all agree on. No, uh, if, if you don't, then your opinion isn't allowed anymore. So <laughs> anyway, what we wanted to talk about a little bit today is the, the topic of masturbation. Um, because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that, was this the best way? Okay, no, no, sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it surely was. So, um, <laughs> There's there's lots of talk about it the, nowadays. There's the whole uh, NoFap movement, which uh, I'd also like to get into, pun intended. Um, there is uh, a lot of stigma around masturbation. There is lots of innovation uh, in masturbation. Pornography is a big topic. So there's a lot of angles that we uh, we can uh, look at this from. And I uh, yeah, I'd really love to um, discuss a little bit see how we feel uh, and hopefully we can uh, get some of your ideas as well so uh, yeah yeah. uh, maybe before we start off I'm just Mm. curious oh god uh, no no just just because you uh, just talked about it a little bit it's like sex in the dark I'm going in blind and I'm scared of what to expect here that was a little bit too much information but uh, I think it's a great analog and what I uh, know all because it's in the dark, so you don't know which mm, one you're picking. Mm, mm, nah. <laughs> well, are you suggesting? No. Oh, wow. I wanted to... S- Never mind. Just leave it. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> this is going so well. Great. So, no. And what I wanted to uh, ask you, and I, uh, I already know why you're trying to uh, um, spur the attention to somewhere else. No, uh, you did just touch upon the innovation with within masturbation and porn, and I'm just mm. so curious. Uh, uh, what what that. kind of innovation do you see within masturbation? Use your imagination, I'd say. Um, That's limitless, indeed. Indeed. So and so have, uh, for example, vibrators, dildos, and sex toys of all shapes and sizes. So that was the the first thing that I was really referring to. Is that, uh, yeah, I mean. Um, it used to be uh, yeah, a carrot or a cucumber, right? That was that was basically what uh, what our tools were, um, or a pillowcase. I know the trick, uh, ladies. Um, 
and now we've basically shifted into the into the modern age where we have vibrating sucking oscillating devices that are basically um, master engineered to uh, receive an orgasm in the shortest possible amount of time and on the other side for uh, for people with a penis um, we have flashlights and I have seen one minute crafts of flashlights which is a is a thing of its own but you also on the, the far side of the spectrum we have like whole sex dolls and robots and stuff like that so that was basically the the idea there the the, the innovation uh, uh, aspect of it and in pornography um i'm not sure you if you if you've uh, uh, kept your eye, <laughs> eye on it so to say um but there has been a lot of trends uh, also coming up and strangely enough a lot of them are like uh, things like i'm stuck or step sister but if you think about it i mean i'm not uh, i'm not agreeing here but it's i think it's the idea of something being taboo right it's not allowed mm -hmm. you shouldn't do it and that's kind of what makes it sexy uh, and i think that is an idea that a lot of people can relate to if not the uh, uh, stepsister pornography itself um so i yeah i really wanted to talk about that a bit because i think it's i think it's interesting it's an interesting phenomenon and i think um the more people use pornography the more they tend to watch more intense uh rougher uh you name it types of pornography things like that are unexpected of the of a normal sexual encounter especially for people that uh, may not have had one yet mm. okay okay Okay, now maybe we take before we take the deep dive. Uh, mm. Let me ask you uh, on a personal note uh, a question. Um, uh, you just talked about the innovation uh, within uh, um, pornography, but also maybe masturbation, and uh, you had uh, a whole uh, almost assortment of uh, <coughs> different, uh, let's say, tools. Uh, that was the that was yeah, the, the sure. You, no, sure, sure, great, um, and devices. Devices, let's call it devices. That sounds tech savvy, right? <laughs> That's great. Um, so, uh, would you say that uh, those, uh, do you feel threatened by those tech savvy tools? Uh, to be honest, uh, answering, answering uh, honestly, I, um, at first when I, when I had a girlfriend that was, that was interested in, in, in perhaps incorporating them, um, incorporating them yeah, yeah using them or yeah incorporating them into into the bedroom like while we were uh, oh. in, engaging in sex i mean she was using them on her own accord already and uh, no, it almost sounds like it was a, a pre-planned strategy like she wanted you as her boyfriend that was the first <laughs> step then the second step is to have casual sex but then the end game is really to bring and see how much tools you can bring to the bedroom and see how they work just, right just like a garage but instead of just being like power tools and screwdrivers you just have a collection of everything imaginable yeah i think that is what we call a dungeon yeah a dungeon indeed a sex dungeon okay totally not getting off topic you asked me how i felt about using those tools. yeah i felt if you felt threatened i i asked if you felt threatened and i was answering and yes in, in a short answer is that uh, I think at first my, my idea was okay if it's helping my girlfriend orgasm and it's helping her have a good time then I'm all for it right they mm. should uh, I should see them as a friend not foe and um, because they're trying to uh, achieve the same goal as me but there's one feeling that I can't really shake um, which is the idea that um, a tool something that's that's inanimate 
perhaps design for pleasure, sure, is able to do a job more efficiently than I can do it. For example, like uh, you have these vibrators that are specifically meant for like uh, um, uh, having a clitoral orgasm and uh, some women that struggle with orgasm and can use something like that and come in, in like a minute or two. And uh, even when I put on, my, uh, put on my game face and try my hardest, it can sometimes take a lot more effort than that. Uh, in, in most cases, it, it won't be that quick. Um, so in that feeling, it does, it does, it can make me insecure, and it can, yeah, in a, in a certain way, make me feel threatened. Even though I would like to uh, be supportive and to, you know, make sure she has the most pleasure. But yeah, you, you, I, at least for me, I have a lingering feeling of feeling inadequate. Yeah. Well, I share that. Uh, but would you say in general then that your uh, sex life um, is improving by using more tools? Or could you, would you may, maybe even, and there's a whole spectrum, right? But mm. maybe black and white then, the other, the other side would be to say, okay, um, yeah, one way, one way of saying it is the more tools you use, the better your sex life is. The other way of, may, other way of maybe looking at it is saying, okay, if there is uh, my by not using any tools um, it, it is the best but it could also be a combination right so that you say to a certain level tools are uh, adding value and from uh, let's say 10 tools mm. the added value of those tools decreases and so yeah no I get you um, I get what you're going for but in a general sense I think um, experimenting with tools outfits costumes uh, different things right i think there's a place a time and a place for it and it can be super fun um but i think a big problem lies in the fact that especially for women i feel they they start to rely on a vibrator uh, or a specific sex toy and aren't able to climax or orgasm uh without it anymore for example, I, I have known somebody in the past that, that was unable to use her fingers or anything natural to orgasm. And I thought that was kind of worrisome um, mm -hmm. because I think part of masturbation and, 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 and growing into that is uh, like feeling what you like and enjoying it and, and uh, exploring yourself. And I think having a machine that does it all for you also makes sex less pleasurable for you unless you have that tool. And I think that's quite problematic. But is it in general true that by uh, having access to more tools, uh, women especially have uh, more problems or reaching a climax? No, I so, so I actually, <laughs> interestingly enough, I put like a, a Reddit post uh, um, and I asked a, a question similar to this topic uh, to see what people thought. I got a few responses. And um, the general consensus seems to be that um, for men, example, if we if we orgasm a lot, then for us, sex is less pleasurable and it could take longer for us to come, but we won't uh, enjoy it as much. And for women, it seems to be, I mean, there is a there is a potential loss of sensation that comes with using vibration too much. Um, but keeping yourself or, or arousing yourself and using masturbation um, works in a different way is that it it's like... Uh, it's like keeping the motor running in a sense, and it will it it will be easier to get hot again and get warmer. So it will make it easier for a woman to get into the flow again. It's at least what I have been uh, what I've been hearing. Um, but on, on the other side, I've also heard that just abstaining and saying, "Okay, I don't, I try not to masturbate, I try not to enjoy myself without my partner present." That can also really 
signify uh, signify the 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 pleasure and the the attention and the 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 heat of the moment vibe. So I think there that's kind of the flip side uh, or the yeah, two I, sides of the yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I must say I'm not uh, with you on the same page. I think because um, uh, let's say I feel uh, almost uh, um, what is the word? Yeah, I'm searching for the right English word, but. Uh, that you are an, not enough of use, you would always say. Mm-hmm. Um, inadequate. Inadequate, uh, but even more, even stronger than that, that I would f- feel, um, for the sake of the thing, overbodig. Um, so you, you feel like you yeah, are... Useless. Yeah, useless. That's the word I'm looking for. So um, uh, that is something I think um, would... Therefore, I would argue against the, the point you just made by saying, okay, the moment that I have sex and the girl is, is using tools that although maybe she would sweat more and be more engaged and that would, uh, let's say, heighten the temperature in the room, uh, um, it would be compensated by uh, the cold that I'm getting, right? So uh, mm. let, let's say that I think that I would be, so the more satisfied she is the, the, the even more dissatisfied I am so mm-hmm. because indeed it's the feeling of, of, of not being enough of in, I, I, I would okay uh, wait, let, me, let, me, let me think about how I'm going to tell this on a path no 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 just keep talking we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah no let's uh, maybe let's skip this um, but <laughs> oh damn um, uh, oh Mm. <laughs> Gosh, you seem to be really stuck down. This yeah, is so I so I thought it was super smart and a, a great example, but I think this is a, a little bit uh, of a too too concrete uh, example. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Are we whipping out the towel here? Or? No, no, okay. Wait, let, let's let's okay. So, um, let's let's turn it around. It would be the same for me, and I think now, uh, mm. especially girls can can better grasp the point I'm trying to make is saying, okay, uh, uh, I'm having sex with a girl and I'm saying, it doesn't matter really what kind of actions we are doing, but let's say we are enjoying our, ourselves that I can find always room to take my phone and wa- watch pornography. Yeah, sure. And if, if I would just say, let's say that pornography is a tool for a man to come faster, you can debate about that, sure. Uh, in the same sense that a tool is that for a woman. So let, let's call your vibrator for a woman a, bit, a little bit as the same as porn is for a man, right? Then I think more people would agree that using tools cannot improve your sex life. Although maybe you are more satisfied, mm. but being more satisfied uh, in a sense of getting to your sexual urges is I think is a different uh, is something different than what, what what sex should bring you, right? So for me, it's not about just having fun, but it's also a means of sharing love. How soft mm. that may may sound, no, and so by use by using tools, uh, you would uh, focus almost. It's almost like in a discussion that you have emotions that you would rationalize everything. For mm. me, using sex tools is almost like. Uh, getting the emotion out of the sex and mm. make the focus on okay, uh, I should be satisfied as much of the time that we are having sex, mm. and then I think you are 
yeah, you are not seeing the point or you are forgoing the point, right? You, um, because what I think should be central is, is, is uh, and even has a higher priority is um, almost a feeling of, of acceptance, mm-hmm. what, what, what sex is. Um, and by using the tool, you are moving far uh, further away from that because no, it is not enough and therefore you need a tool. So uh, on different dimensions for me, using a tool would automatically mean that I'm not even having sex with you mm. by definition. Not even like for a one-time... Uh, yeah, okay, for one-time thing, but that is just for, for the try. But mm. uh, for the best, uh, for the uh, let's say... If in the, in, in my best abilities, what I would guess is that even in, even that I've tried it once, I would think and argue that having no tools would satisfy me more. Mm. Even if, uh, let's say, an extreme absurd case that that uh, vibrator would uh, make that the sex is nicer with her for me. Mm-hmm. Even in that case, it it would even uh, yeah it would bring me back so then it's one step up two back because mm. <laughs> yeah one step forward two are back because like i'm saying the the emotional aspect doesn't get fulfilled as much yeah and that is one but by using tools you are rationalizing or are saying hey it's oh it's not that we are moving away from the emotional part but it is also okay to move away from the emotional mm. part and then yeah i think if you look uh, if you look at at, sur- at then at the surface level uh, if you look at sex like that for me is almost like a surface level then for me there is no distinction between having sex with your girlfriend or with the mo- woman you love the mother of your children and and, and let's say having sex with a hooker Mm. Because both are just pleasure oriented, right? Yeah, I get you. If you dig it into extreme, sure, sure, I get that. And um, that's tough because when when I when I try to think of a situation, the the my incentive has always been okay. I want to, I'm I'm some somebody that thoroughly enjoys giving pleasure to another. So when I was given the opportunity to enhance that by uh, allowing her to bring a tool into the bedroom and then. Uh, combining our forces let's say mm-hmm. uh, I thought it would be fantastic because I could like um, um, play into uh, play into my strengths and uh, you know your tongue and dick often are not at the same place because uh, it's uh, physically quite hard to do so so there you go you got your uh, you got your reasoning um, but it didn't necessarily feel like emo- emotionally detaching by using it but I do take your point because I, I feel that by using something inanimate which isn't closely related to you, I I I think there there is something to what you're saying because I I feel it partially as well. Uh, the idea that you you want to be as close and this is like a, almost a sacred thing between the two of you, yeah, right, and it's basically despoiling it by um, allowing something else to 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 interfere in that. So I I do take that point. Yeah, and, and maybe as an addition, I would even argue, but maybe that is a philosophical stance that you have, but and maybe you, we, have, mm. we have a different opinion about it, and I think we have, but it's fine, you know why, um, because I, you can also compare this to, um, let's say, uh, would you try drugs, let's mm. say ecstasy then I would argue, and that is the same line of reasoning, that I would not try ecstasy because it would, if it's, let's say that I'm not having a bad trip, so it's mm. working how it should, then 
let's say that I'm going to a party and I can enjoy that party now more with ecstasy in my body, then the next time I'm having a sort of a comparable party, I have a feeling that when I'm not using ecstasy, mm. uh, I, I have less fun uh, chilling at that party. While in comparison to a situation in which I would never have used ecstasy on that first party, mm. then the second party, I don't have a feeling of missing something. And <coughs> yeah, that I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. That is almost mm. a philosophical stance because no, you can also reason the other way around, right? And I get mm. that maybe you can do that. But for me, the, the same line of reasoning would hold, namely, um, I don't want to artificially reach some level mm. that is not... Uh, realistic mm-hmm. with your natural resources and that is with your happiness or, or to the extent that you feel happiness with ecstasy the same as the amount of fun you derive from sex when using a tool mm, yeah no i i, I get your <coughs> point it's a it's a it's a great point you make and um to raise the counter argument is to Say that indeed using ecstasy at a at a party, uh, same example that you used, mm-hmm. could enhance your experience definitely. Yeah. And the next time you were be in a similar situation and without ecstasy, you could say, "Damn, last time still really felt better." And I wish I had some because you know it. Uh, I had a great time, and now I'm not having as much fun. The flip side of that that I I would say is. Um, that people usually it's the kind of the same effect that alcohol has which i think most people have tried so you can perhaps relate to it better is that when you have at alcohol alcohol for one or two times you've had a good time you were able to loosen up a little have conversations with people work on your social skills maybe you weren't so awkward in dancing you were able to let go a little bit more and the next time they go even if they don't drink alcohol they're able to do that more easily because they experienced it during their time having alcohol and the same thing kind of applies to to ecstasy in uh where people will have a, a great feeling of, of uh, warmth and, and fuzziness and, and lovingness are able to experience that more easily because they kind of get where it comes from and how it feels and are able to, uh, perhaps you could argue artificially, but are able to create that feeling again without the necessary drug. Yeah, and I do think that is uh, fair, um, but uh, in my experience, I have seen uh, rather the other, the other way happening, and that mm. is that by using let's say your alcohol example that the moment you are drinking and let's say in the first case you're loosening up loosening up right same 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 case then in the second because i think we differ then in the in that regard that the next time you assume and i i I think for you and the personality Mm. that you have i know you personally right so i think for you it's true but Mm. We're generally speaking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, fair, fair, fair. And I think in general, it is like, and not 50-50 or 60-40, but like 80-20, 90-10, that you see that 90% of the people, mm. uh, instead of 10, is not um, on this second party where they don't drink, mm. uh, loosening up without the alcohol. No, what is happening is now that they know uh, how it is and how they would interact with 
alcohol in their body mm. that now the moment they are in the same position without alcohol, they feel the contrast, which mm. induces them and give them incentive to drink. Mm. And if they don't, then it is not that they, like I said, loosen up. No, it's just that they feel even more uncomfortable and mm. so would leave the party even earlier. Yeah, yeah, no, fair. And I, 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 I 100% agree that in most most scenarios, definitely, I think in the probably 90%, this is the case. Um, but why wouldn't that be the same for then a tool? Because then you would argue, and that uh, to to go back to the yeah, point, yeah. then you would say that by using a sex tool, and it would be uh, comparable, like we just said. Yeah, then by let's say when you when you let your the tools coming into the room, uh, the chances of not satisfying your girl, and maybe with the li- higher likelihood of losing your partner, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be that story then, right? And that story would then hold. So mm-hmm. then hey, you could say, okay, so in summary, the, the more tools you have, the more satisfied she is, then she knows what she's missing when you're not using it. And so the likelihood of finding someone else who is able to give that maybe without the tools, that urge increases. Mm. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. I don't think they're completely comparable, but I do think they're related to each other. Um, I think it's because uh, I think a lot of women already have experience with a vibrator, so it's not like you can unlearn, unfeel that experience, right? And I think that's why it's also um, uh, very uh, typical that people will try to engage with them and uh, instead of just plain, plainly saying, no, I'm not doing it, I will refuse it, I'm not allowing it. Um, it's also because yeah, it's already quite a normal standard thing. Um, but I genuinely am also, I think, of the belief that it would be in your benefit as a woman to never have used a vibrator or, uh, yeah, just that. Because you will get into a situation uh, or you won't get into a situation where you will crave that feeling and, and aren't having it or are unable to have it. And I mean, on the flip side, this is the worst of the worst, right? But I, I have heard stories where women use it so much that the vibrating uh, uh, will cause nerve damage at some point. Really? Yeah, because it uh, because your body isn't meant to vibrate that much. Uh, it's it's quite mm. unnatural. So uh, a person lost the feeling in their fingertips because of holding it so much. Yeah, it was so that was that's of course I'm not saying uh, it's America. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying uh, that m- most people will masturbate so much using a vibrator that it will lose uh, lose touch, but. It, it does kind of show the idea that it's not natural. It's not something that your body's used to. It's not something that um, your body is meant to cope with. It's an invention. Um, yeah, okay, but the same is true for screens. Yeah, no, of course, of course. But we can also say that, that like uh, uh, extended periods of screen time aren't also perfectly good for our eyes, and we know that much. Yeah, but you can also argue that uh, 10 years ago, looking at a screen was even worse than looking at it right now because mm-hmm. your body has learned how to live with it, right? So, come see, come see. Yeah, sure. And I think there's something to say for that as well. Um, However, for this example, I would still say that it is um, in your best interest to, to enjoy the, the natural resources that, that one body has to offer. Um, and I mean, there's, there's tools that are, are used to advance further, right? And I'm, I am a big fan of the idea of sexual exploration. And to, I think a lot of people have kinks. 
uh, and I, I, I'm a fan of exploring those because there is just, um, I think something deep inside that's like a desire, a fantasy or something that is just really fun to explore. And however, I think uh, um, the same thing you could say with a, with a, with a sexual situation, right? Where uh, just take a common one, uh, a headmaster and a, a student, whatever. Um, it could be a hot scenario um, where, you know, <laughs> there's a teacher, there's a student. Mm. Anyway, um, you get the idea. Um, if you take that into real life, of course, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing. If you take it into the bedroom privately with your partner who you trust, um, it can be a fun thing um, to try out. But if you do it all the time, uh, then it can become an obsession or it can something that, yeah, you will, you will crave or you will miss. And that can be quite problematic, I think. The student will become the teacher. <laughs> the student will become the master, yeah, indeed. Um, so, yeah, no, I think perhaps perhaps the answer is somewhere in between, in between like it almost always is, is that it's uh, uh, moderation is key. Oh, wow, that is a great uh, conclusion. Okay, but, um, okay, if, if, if I take your point and I would say, um, let's say, I know that's not fair, but for the, yeah, for the sake of the argument to this maybe, to say, okay, if, if, if a vibrator or whatever tool is a tool for women, and we would say porno and uh, watching pornographic material is, is your tool for, for, for a man. Mm. Of course, it can also be the other way around. But uh, would you then say, if you advise girls not to use a vibrator, uh, that in yeah, to the central topic and question of our episode, that you would advise guys not to fat? Yeah, so... <laughs> I've uh, I've been quite interested in this topic for a while now. Um, <laughs> do without information what you will. No, but um, I think um, a lot of guys, especially in this modern age, will will be introduced to pornogra- pornography really quickly, right? And um, I think sex tools for women are are quite standardized. Um, sex tools for men's are less um, less appreciated or or normalized for for males but pornography definitely is um so we come into this place where uh, a, a man discovers his body and the ability to you know have fun with himself and i think very quickly after that we'll, we'll type uh, sex boobies uh, naked women into google and have the time of his life right um because it's so easily accessible for people nowadays and I can I can tell from my own experience that when I was a, a young wee lad, that um, when I first encountered it, I was super young. I was really young. I was like uh, 12, I think, um, still in elementary school. So for me, it was a really big shock. And uh, I mean, uh, I remember telling my friend about it. And uh, the next day he told me like, uh, oh, bro, bro, listen, I found a woman with a penis. And I was like, what what are you talking about this can't be true right and then uh, yeah uh, of course he, uh, he showed me a, a, a transgender person or, um, or or something like that and I I was shell-shocked right stunned beyond belief that such a thing was possible um, and I think from that perhaps innocent curiosity that I had as a young child, the, the, the incredibly overstimulating force of pornography really, really grasped me at a young age in a way that I wasn't able to fully, fully uh, content with it yet. 
and I think that has probably been detrimental to me in some sense, uh, especially when I was a when I was a bit younger because I uh, started encountering it quite a lot when I was young and uh, getting really engaged with it, and I I yeah I didn't recognize the limits and i kept pushing it further and further and further because i kept wondering what else was out there right if you start if you if you're 12 13 you see a woman with a penis you're like what are all the possibilities right how far does the rabbit hole go um where's the alien yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i'm sure for rule 34 right once you find that then uh, there's no ending it mm-hmm. um so yeah i just uh i got really uh, enveloped in it and i also realized after after a while that i was yeah i was basically addicted to it that i was watching it way way more than i should be um and uh yeah at, at that point i i felt like it i was addicted by it at the point where i shouldn't have even seen it which was a really weird place to be in um so yeah i uh I definitely think that we should be watchful of of young children, especially watching it, and and uh, making proper measures to to prevent that from happening. And I, I think sexual education is another thing entirely. I think there is something a lot to say for that. But um, yeah, it was it was just like way too accessible, way too graphic, and the the real restriction on any pornography side is: Are you over eighteen? Click yes. Yeah, I mean a button. Really, that's going to stop uh, stop a, a, a child that's seeing boobies for the first time. No, sure. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, point taken. But uh, to be an devil's advocate, if you would uh, ask your uh, to show your identity card, uh, no one would watch porn, right? So yeah, no, I get you. But perhaps if the if your if your objective is to um, is to make people stop watching or stop overly masturbating. Perhaps that's a good direction to yeah, take it in. But we are here to to to, to pose questions, yeah, right? yeah, not yeah, not yeah. to completely answer. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so, but to, we, okay. To take it a little further, because this is basically my personal experience, right? On the topic of should people actually abstain from masturbation? Um, As a god, you. Uh, sure. Yeah. No, I have no genitals. No. Um, Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but in, I think I think for yourself you should at least try to control that impulse, that urge that you have as a man. I think a lot of people, especially people that go into it, will just say, "Yeah, whenever I'm by myself and I get a boner, I will enjoy it." Right? Uh, and I mean, fair enough. At uh, when you're when you're a bit younger, but um, that is also an impulse that is that is direct pleasure that you get from from very little effort and that's a dangerous thing because it's it's very easily uh, addictive um, so for that reason i would say it's a good thing to practice uh, to practice abstaining from jerking off fapping um, but i think pornography in general is something that should be avoided and um, and it's a it's a booming business for a reason, right? Because sex sells. Men especially are very visually oriented, and uh, huge reactions in our in our in our brains can be measured when we are in, engaged with uh, with graphic content. It's also the reason that you, uh, for example, you you the reason that you didn't say women watch porn and men watch porn. You said women have a vibrator and men watch porn mm-hmm. is because women aren't as interested by visual pornography. Mm-hmm. What they are way more interested in is, for example, written pornography or audio pornography. I just they use it their more their imagination exactly, and they set the scene in their head um, while men are a lot more plain simple and just we see it we like it it's good enough uh, or it does the trick and mm-hmm. um, and 
so for that reason, uh, you see a lot more men doing it, but it's, it's a slippery slope. And I think regardless of how much you watch it and what you do with it, I, I don't think at any level it is in your benefit to be watching it. And the so, only reason I could argue it's for is educative purposes. Um, but yeah, how much of pornography is educative nowadays, right? Very little. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're just lowering the bar to, to watch it yourself, right? <laughs> no, for real. No, I mean, you can argue that someone who is just um, <laughs> sitting in class, uh, elementary school, I don't know what age mm. they, they get that, but... Yeah. It's then, then different. when you are when your mind is not there, but you have to go to a class which is talking about it, that you know for sure that the next next day, if you didn't, then a couple of your friends extended the research at home. Let's put it like that, <laughs> and they right they they will um, they will peer review you, and yeah yeah. So and therefore you could also argue, but that is all the way around, but. I want to, um, because you are uh, almost uh, advocating like uh, like a messias, um, uh, what uh, messiah, what, messiah, what the best, uh, uh, what. Now I I wanted to ask you because before the last statement you made, you said uh, somewhere in your story, okay, uh, you don't have to watch it too much, and I wanted to ask you when is watching it too much? So how many times a week, whatever. But then you concluded your answer just now by saying, so I would even argue that mm. uh, even one time is too much. Yeah, it's just, the thing is, is the reason that I, that, I, that I perhaps went on the even harsher side is because I know like the whole NoFap movement is basically because of younger people with porn addiction. And it's such a large number and it's growing. And so many men face it that I would almost, almost go to the point. Yeah, I, I say you know enjoy things in moderation. Uh, it's good to have the experience, but if you see the amount of people that watch pornography and aren't able to stop watching it, or they stop but get caught back in that cycle, it's such a large number, and a lot of people are seriously trapped by it, like really, really addicted, um, and it's a destructive pattern of behavior. So. Um, because of that, it makes me. It, it, I'm, I'm inclined to say just don't watch it at all. However, I, I don't think there's necessarily something wrong with watching porn, say once a week. Uh, I think that's reasonably fair. Um, but I would say it's <laughs> it's better to be able to use your imagination. It's better to be able to to partially abstain. I would say ideally. Let's say what for me would constitute ideal ideal masturbation behavior, right? Because everybody knows uh, wants to know that. Uh, I would say abstain uh, most throughout the week. Do it maybe once or twice a week. And when you do, use your imagination. Because if you do it, if you wait long enough and you really, you know, keep your hands clean, pun intended, uh, your imagination will do the work for you. And if it doesn't, that means that you haven't waited long enough. Kind of like that. Okay, but would it someone who is jerking off every day argue the same? How do you mean? That that feeling or that urge is there? Is it not that that urge is coming the more you wait or the fa- yeah? Yeah, that urge is coming the more you wait, sure. To be honest, to a degree. 
because there's if you if you stop masturbating for a week you will have a huge spike in testosterone and that will then diminish again and this is this is this is scientifically proven so uh but then why then a week because then you could say if you just wait two weeks you're yeah because so i would say you, you should practice with it you should practice abstaining for longer periods of time uh to to train yourself to be able to function properly without expressing that urge however i have been a teenage boy i know what that <laughs> i know what that feeling is like and it's it's hard to to repress so i'm not going to say you shouldn't do it at all or you should be demonized for doing it because it's a very natural thing but you should learn to control it and um, and then you should be you should yeah you should learn to control it and you should learn to enjoy it um but you should also learn to do it by yourself in the same argument that you would say i want sex to be natural emotional um, between me and, and me and that one person and we have a, we, we, we share our souls and we have an intimate connection together I think the same thing not that you and your hand should have it but you should have it with yourself and with your body yeah. uh, and you should be able to to know what you like what you want be able to use that but you should also be able to control it and say okay I have this feeling I am horny I really want to do something about it but because of my I want to train my mental strength and my discipline so I will abstain for now and I will you know make an arbitrary amount of time that I can stretch larger uh, after training it and then I will I will practice it. I think that is the best way to go about it. Yeah, no, I think I agree with it. No. Okay, so this is the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, to be honest, uh uh, I don't mind. I don't really want to talk about it for another hour. So if you uh, don't have uh, a lot to add, I'm fine with. Uh... Oh really? Yeah. What do you want to talk about more? I mean, I can, but yeah. No, I get you. I get you. I think there's just a lot to cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I knew. I, I knew that this was going to happen. I. Uh... Come on! I save this for the end. Yeah. Yeah. Great. But I know that if we don't stop now, then we have ten in the end. Mm. Mm. I can neither confirm nor deny such things. Yeah, such allegations. So, yeah, you actually got me. So I was, the, the second I said it, I was like, ah, oh, allegations would have been better. Okay. Uh, no, no yeah, I, I'm kind of, I was kind of serious, but if you, because I see that you want to add something. No, it's just, I was, I just, um, it's, it's never a bad thing to have a short episode. I mean, if it's concrete, compact, right? Why add unnecessary content? I was just hoping that we didn't, didn't miss anything that's, that's uh, of any real value. Uh, yeah, you, you can have a... Then it's just different discussion. But I mean, you can touch upon so many things. I would almost suggest for the audience... <laughs> Uh, if you have an yeah, if you have uh, um, how you say that an, a question that you really want uh, answered, uh, yeah, then uh, drop it in the comments. Right? Yeah, no facts. Then, uh, facts. Then we can uh, then we can at least respond it on a later date. I mean, no, it's just like for me, uh, and that's why I say I'm agreeing with you because I can tell a whole story again and where I'm just confirming the points you have made and not really contributing a lot of new points. Um, but I think it's it's fair to have a fundamental discussion about um, do you have sex? Um, like when we're talking about sex, maybe for the sake of the discussion, this is maybe, maybe worthy to, to mention. I think it's useful to make a distinction between, um, nah, not between sort of um, 
fun, mm-hmm. a pleasure, uh, let's say transactional. And so that is one group and the other group is just um, love, emotional, mm. uh, passion. Yeah. I would categorize it like that. And if you do that, I think that is, we didn't try to at least in the beginning, but maybe to build, for, uh, to have a, maybe an even further discussion or in-depth discussion for the audience and their friends, I think that is maybe useful to do so mm. and say, okay, um, because then you have a different discussion, right? When, we, when we're talking about those things, uh, like tools, useful or not, will it uh, improve or not your relationship? Yeah, it depends on the category you're in. If you're if you're having just fun with each other and it's transactional, yeah, then I'm mm. not saying that tools will not improve your relationship. But if mm. it's about passion, if it's about if it's not about optimizing pleasures, mm. yeah, then I see some troubles or we see some troubles in, no. in using tools. No, I get you. I get you. But I would say the ideal sex is one where, where love and lust are intertwined, right? Yeah, sure. But of course, but for the sake of the discussion, you give two extremes and you can find each other in the middle. Lovely. Yeah, right? Indeed. Indeed. Um, I'm not saying that everyone should have three sums, by the way, but... No, four is fine, too. Um, yeah, I, I saw an, uh, a plunging uh, birth rate. So maybe if we can suggest something, mm. um, it's all right to be pregnant. Yeah, great. Have kids. Have kids, right? Yeah. Don't, don't feel... Maybe that that's cool. Now we have missed pod- miss the pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's introduce a hashtag. That would be great. Oh God! <laughs> no, but for real. For and, and, and listen, I hear a lot of people talking about children. Is good for the world. Don't let people drive you crazy. You Amen. should just get children. Now if you get, want children, if you want children, sure you should. If you do, if you don't think you can handle it or you don't. Uh, uh, think um, you don't you think it is scary? I think we all think that it is. But thinking that you are not entitled to having children is just like one of the craziest thoughts. Yeah, and that and, and to think indeed, just to build onto that because I agree with you. To think you're being environmentally unfriendly or damaging the world yeah. by having children, stop it. Yeah, if stop that was it. not clear, that was indeed the uh-huh. point. So. Let no one tell you otherwise uh, mm. by saying and arguing that your child is going to use airplanes that use CO2. <laughs> Just let him suck a dick. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we reached our end. Um, this was a bit, a bit of a short one. Nonetheless, I hope you uh, enjoyed. Perhaps uh, you enjoyed this shorter format. If there is room in your comment boxes, let us know. We'd love to hear um, yeah. otherwise uh, yeah if we miss anything you'd love to hear it uh, we are definitely prepared to, to discuss it uh, so please and we will do it in depth so uh, mm-hmm. yeah okay. okay okay I see how it is yeah, yeah. okay okay um, okay <laughs> yeah okay this is uh, okay guys thanks for watching see you next week right, bye see ya.